Hey guys, Josh here. I'm just at a truck stop actually, so I guess this is a from the road episode. But what I am going to talk about is the pros and cons of a particular piece of software that I use or a web platform. So I guess this is a from the road and a pros and cons template. So we're doubling up again today. So I'm recording into my phone again, just pointing the bottom of the phone at my mouth. It's probably eight inches away, so hopefully I'm not hitting my P's too hard straight into the phone, but I found that this is a good compromise between wearing the earbuds, which do probably sound better when you're holding them perfectly still, but can introduce some noise when you move if they rustle, and the terrible AirPods Pros, or AirPods Pro, or however they say that, it's really confusing how they name this stuff, Apple sometimes, they sound like junk. So I'll get off that tangent now before I get angry. I'm actually kind of excited to talk about today's topic. I'm going to talk about Headliner.app. So Headliner, if you're not familiar, makes what's called an audiogram. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it's those little short snippets of audio that you would see online that have a waveform. So something that follows the voice and may have like a background image which has some information about the episode of the podcast and normally there's a link somewhere in the post to get the full episode. So Headliner is, well the first pro is that Headliner is the best tool that I have personally used in terms of usability, the quality of the video that it outputs, how easy it is to work out and also to tweak things when you need to. It's not overblown with features to the point where you may as well be doing it in Adobe Premiere because there's so many features there or Final Cut Pro. It's very simple. It gets the job done. And one thing I have noticed is the transcript that it creates, which it uses to generate captions, is getting more and more accurate with every passing week. And obviously the Australian accent, our intonation, the pace at which we speak is generally different to people from other English-speaking countries, and I have noticed in the last 12 months, it's probably just the amount of machine learning and the amount of Australian voices that are going into the platform. It's probably, I'd be guessing, 10 to 20% more accurate, which over the course of a 50 to 60-second audiogram might save you a couple of minutes of tweaking time so you don't have to correct parts of the transcript. So they're the pros. The transcripts are great, the outputted video is great, the platform is easy to use, and the platform is stable. So the pros sound pretty good because it is the best platform and it produces the best product that I have seen. But here's some of the cons. The first con is because I am traveling. I just went to see Chris Rock, who was amazing, by the way, in Melbourne, Australia. And yes, he did talk about Will Smith just that little bit. Didn't directly talk about it, but it was so funny how he kept alluding to it in different places. So back to podcasting and headliner. I was checking my bank account because obviously when you travel, I live three and a half hours from Melbourne. So there's costs involved. I decided to drive. I would normally take the train, but the train was cancelled because they're upgrading the track at the moment. So I was going to be stuck on a bus. I'm six foot one and 107 kilos at the moment. And I'm not the most flexible person in the world, so not a big fan of buses. So I decided to drive. So there was fuel costs and all that sort of stuff and getting water and food and things on the way that if I was on a bus, I probably would have been stuck on the bus. 
so I wouldn't have been able to pull over as many times. Those little incremental costs that just build up when you're driving. So this morning before I left Melbourne, I decided to check my bank statement and I saw this month's headliner transaction from maybe a week, a week and a half ago that I didn't notice at the time. It was almost 38 Australian dollars for the month. And you're probably thinking, well, you just talked about going away, Josh. $38 in context of you just had a little mini holiday for two days doesn't sound like a lot of money. Well, I'll put it into perspective. Adobe Audition, which is my main door, which I use for, I don't know, 10, 20 hours a week, every week, $29.99. Captivate.fm, which hosts most of the shows that I do. It comes in between $26 and $28 per month, depending on exchange rates. Dropbox, I think is $16.99 Australian dollars per month, and I use that multiple times per week, and it's essential for certain clients that I work with, and I use it as a backup for certain projects of my own. So there's three products that cost less than Headliner, considerably less when it comes to something like Dropbox, that I use more that are more essential and I couldn't podcast without them as efficiently or as robustly maybe as I do. Now, what am I getting at? The biggest con with Headliner is, in my opinion, it's overpriced. And it's not because in and of itself it's not great because, as I said, it's the best tool that I've found for automating a lot of those audiogram production processes. But is it worth $40 a month? I'm not sure. Because if I didn't have one client whose brand is very visual and expects a very high quality audiogram for each episode, and I encourage them to do that, by the way, they weren't demanding it. They're lovely, amazing to work with. But it's part of what I'm offering that particular person. Essentially, I'm not even sure whether I'd still pay for it. Because it is so much more expensive than what I would consider more essential tools. So the next con is that certain elements of the platform haven't really been updated since I started using the platform. I think it would have been early 2021. I'd have to go back through my invoices, honestly, to find out exactly when I started using it. It's definitely been 12 months. And some of the things like the types of waveforms haven't been updated. The way that the captions generate on the screen haven't been updated, maybe anywhere near as much as, say, a TikTok or maybe more so an Instagram, where you can have them generate themselves in multiple different cool ways on the screen, which keep evolving. Headliner hasn't evolved at the same pace when it comes to displaying the captions. The other thing is that simple suggestions from the user base, like myself, have taken ages to implement. Like I suggested, it would have been at least six months ago. It was probably nearly closer to 12 months ago that Headliner should remove made with Headliner if you're a pro user account when you output the file. So what I mean by that is just say it's Josh's video from the Chris Rock concert, .mp4. Well, up until recently when I outputted a video, that would have said Josh's video from Chris Rock dash made with Headliner .mp4. Now, I'm a pro user, and it doesn't sound like much of an issue, but basically, I can't send a file with that name to a client because when I put something in a Dropbox, a shared folder, or Google Drive, or I send it as an email, I don't want 
made with headliner on those file names. I want it to be something consistent so the person at the other end can easily find it and not have this great big string of a file name. And also, I just think it looks more professional not to have the name of the tool that you did something with in the file name. And I suggested that ages ago. It's only just happened. Look, I'm not sure. I'm not an engineer. Maybe reversing that process, how they name an outputted file, is a massive engineering challenge. And I'm just underestimating what it takes to change that. But in my mind, that's a con. It's not evolving as quickly sometimes as the user base needs. And I don't want 100 features. I don't mean that. I mean simple things that make the process that you're already doing faster. So they're not adding any features. They're taking away a small roadblock to how useful their product can be. And I guess the last con, I guess it's a con, is if you accidentally upload the wrong file and you start working on it, as in the wrong audio file, and then you realize, oh, that was version one where I left something in there. I'd love version two. You basically have to start the entire production process over again. You can't get to the last screen, the advanced editor, they call it, and upload and reprocess a different audio file that also then reruns the transcript process. So that would be helpful because sometimes you're fiddling with artwork and you're positioning the waveform in exactly the right place, etc. to then have to go back and do that all again because you accidentally uploaded the wrong file doesn't seem as efficient as, say, I accidentally uploaded the wrong file to Captivate, I click replace audio and I upload a new file. Obviously, those two things aren't just different in type, they're different in kind, but it's something that is doable in lots of other software. So I can't understand when you've built an advanced editor and called it advanced, why I can't upload a different audio file or maybe have just some basic trimming tools where the archived file maybe still has that issue in there, the one that's in my project list. But the one file I'm about to output as a video, I can edit that in the editor online and remove the little issue. And it snaps back together automatically so I don't have to move things around myself. And that video I output has the correct audio that I want to put out to the world. So the cons feel myriad when I say them all like this, but The pros still outweigh the cons because the final product is easy to achieve and it's very high quality. But I'd prefer it was 30 Australian dollars a month, not 40, because there's no other tool that I use that costs anywhere near that much. So yeah, I just had a guy walk behind me wearing a raincoat and it's one of the most beautiful days we've had here in months. And that guy just looked at me like I was doing something weird. So I've got to jump off now, guys. Deadsetpodcasting.com. Maybe there's something that you've experienced lately where you think there's a lot of pros and cons, whether you're leaning towards, I'm going to keep it because the pros are so great, or you're leaning towards, maybe when I think about it, the cons outweigh the pros. I'd love to know about it. Hello at deadsetpodcasting.com and at deadsetpod on Twitter and Instagram. Righto, guys. Catch you soon. Bye-bye.